In order to prepare themselves for the nuclear family next attack, Dick decides to put Corey, Gar, Rachel through special training. You're hiding something. I'm going to find out what it is. I'm interested in a subject with complete bio-refit and cognitive reprogramming. When we accelerate the process, the subjects show a higher mortality rate. How long till he's fully cooked? All your friends are going to die. We're being hunted by sociopaths. They make violence look like an art form. We can't fight like that unless we train. Wait, you're Robin too? I thought you were Robin. I am. He was. How many Robins are there? They were sent to the Gotham PD address to Robin. I know these people. Whoever sent them thinks you're still Robin. It's good to finally talk to you, Dick Grayson. It's not possible. Because you're dead. All those years Bruce was helping me. I want my parents back! He was turning me into a weapon. His weapon. But you can't unlearn what he teaches you and you can't control it. This show continues to get better week after week. I I am thoroughly enjoying everything that I'm seeing. I hope this is the new standard when it comes to superhero shows. I know a lot of people were kind of afraid, especially with them dropping the F Batman. But honestly, Mm -hmm. fuck Batman. We don't need him. (laughs) This shit is working so well so far. And even if they did include Batman, which I really think they are, I think Mm -hmm. it's just going to reinforce everything that we've seen so far. With episode five together, we actually get the Titans finally forming together, finally starting to trust each other, becoming a family, Mm -hmm. and showing Mm -hmm. each other what they can do. Yeah. This is an epic adventure of show and tell. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah. The most adult version there is. I uh, I just got to leave my boots on for this one. You said leave your (laughs) phone. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, no, this was a very good episode. Um assembling Voltron and it was it was kind of predictable in a way mm. because of the whole, you know, uh show your vulnerability and you know, the certain character who didn't into the end, mm-hmm. but that was the only thing that I felt was predictable that about it. Reveal that reveal was so perfect. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Wait to talk to you about it. Yeah. Um so uh, getting started, y'all use the hashtag Titans Hunt Pod when you're listening to this episode or you're watching Titans live on the DC Universe app. Uh, okay, just diving right in there. Uh, this whole kind of cross-country or cross-state, uh, I don't know, savior exposition or, exposition or whatever, I enjoy seeing these four motherfuckers together. Oh, yes. Not even just from the cartoon. Like, if I never knew what a Titans was at all, and I watched this show, you know, me being me, this is just a damn good show. It's and a this great show. mother, father, uh, nuclear family style, like, uh, unit that we have going on. Now, even though they're these superheroes and crime fighters and larger than life in the comics, they're just four regular ass people who happen to be dealing with some. Demonic shit, some genetic shit, Shit. some traumatic childhood, and some like alien shit. Like it just feels comfortable, man. It feels just like a good ass show. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Man, opening the episode, we find the Titans riding together in a, what is it, a van? Yeah, a minivan. Yeah. A minivan. And Gar says, I can't believe you traded into Porsche. (laughs) As a car guy, 
that kind of that yeah. kind of got to me. I was like, wow. <laughs> I mean, they was making it work with everybody in that Porsche, but they needed a little bit more room, breathing room, and uh-huh. it seemed like the misadventures of the <laughs> Titan family. You know, yeah, it was like yeah. a road trip with them in it. You yeah. know, as Starfire being the surrogate mom to everybody, mm-hmm. uh, Robin being the father, and then you got the two bad kids in the back. Mm-hmm, I just mm-hmm. I enjoyed seeing this. This was a cool, cool scene. I did too. And with that line that Gar said, which was I can't believe you traded in the porch for this or whatever, it did one of two things. It showed you one how important that car was. Clearly it put weight to how important it was to Robin Dick, considering, you know, what we saw in the episode before when he was, you know, cruising as a kid. That was his but car, it also man. Right, for since childhood. So clearly him trading that in situation must be dire on top of that that what what that line did which was move us forward in time and explain some shit without having to show it because a lot of times it's show not tell but just that one line you traded in the porch for the minivan it answered all questions like how we said at the end of the other episode how the fuck these motherfuckers all fitting in this porch (laughs) right and you, so I, it was God, good storytelling. That yeah. one line handled so much. That man. is the main thing this show is doing excellently. The storytelling yeah. is perfect. Yeah, yeah. I, uh, I, I just, I sing the praises every time, and I just, I, I don't think I'm ever going to stop. You know, even with the shit that happens that I am not a fan of completely, they're still firing on all cylinders. Well, tell and, me, what are the things you're not a fan of so far? Well, well, one, we know Dick and his storyline because, again, it's I feel like it's a retread of something we've had before. But because this storytelling is so good, so well, so put together so well, it makes sense with the story. So I'm OK with that. But I'm tired of seeing the same old rich white man with, you know, you know, what? Luck, but all the wealth. I got to retract my statements. They have okay, redeemed is- Dick Grayson as a character so far in my eyes. I cannot episode? wait to the next episode so I can know what's going to happen. Mm-hmm, that mm-hmm. Now, that might lean more heavily on episode six than it did on five. But I yeah. like that he's assuming the role. And, you know, if we can go ahead and get into it, yeah, they're ahead. breaking down and uh, talking to everybody about their powers and showing each other. And well, let's do I guess we need to go ahead and talk about that. OK, in order to work together. Fight and defend yourselves like a coordinated team. We gotta see what each other can do. Any volunteers? Corey, Rachel said you can create light. Heat, is that right? Honestly, I'm still trying to figure it out. Okay, so let's figure it out together. How exactly does it work? I think it comes from the sun. I can absorb its power and direct it. I'm weaker at night though sometimes empty and it takes me a while to recharge how long a few hours a day i don't know can you control it of course okay could you hit that tractor watch
suppose I could use a bit of practice. Sick. Your turn. Okay, just uh, give me a second. Anytime today would be good. It's, uh, you know, it's a little weird with you guys watching and all. The first time I transformed, I tore through my clothes and, uh, <laughs> I don't like, this is my favorite jacket. Hold on. You have to be naked to... Y yeah, but it'll be worth it. I promise. Heard that before. Just, uh, turn around. We'd all be dead by now. Okay, you can turn back now. Into Gar. Okay, so we have Sun Woman and Tiger Boy. There's definitely potential here. Rachel, you're next. No. No, I could hurt someone. Hurting people is kind of the idea here. I could hurt one of you. It's a part of you. You gotta stop being afraid of it. So <laughs> the Titans pull up, they find some abandoned barn somewhere, and they just get out and <laughs> use somebody's tractor that I'm sure they're using to plow the fields as target practice. Yeah. And so everybody gets out and they're like, well, show us what you can do. So Beast Boy gets butt ass naked, tells him to not to look because he's going to transform and show him something awesome. He turns into a tiger. Mm, how do you, yes. how you feel about that so far? I loved it. I loved it. The whole uh, scene of, Okay, again, this is very predictable. It's very generic mm. because it's the team getting together and showing me what you can do. Mm. But again, the storytelling is done so well that these things that are, you know, shit that you see in every other show. Hell, they even had a hallway fight scene in this episode. Man, it's, what? It's still, yeah. like, so, so I'm, I like this revealing of powers because it makes sense. This ain't no. Mm -hmm. X-Men, let's meet in the danger room, which right. is this big extreme room that is sci-fi heavy with all these gadgets and shit. These is four motherfuckers on the run using a barn that I have seen the likes of living in Michigan. Like, that makes sense. Me so too. I do like how real it is. Because it's like, there's a bunch of abandoned buildings and unused spaces in nah, the nigga, Midwest. Let's go for like, a barn. Yeah. Like. So I don't know. I liked it. I liked it, and I liked that the weaknesses of 
everyone kind of came back on them, mainly Starfire later on in the episode, which mm. made her more relatable, more human. Like, you know, can't you remember when I asked a couple episodes back, I was like, what about that tanning bed over there in that corner? What if they yeah. use that tanning bed to get her powers? God dang yeah. it, I was right. <laughs> you was. you, and, and that's another thing. It's like we, it's clear. Well, I think at least so you can assume she's not using it to become darker. Nah. The fact that she, like it's little shit like that. Like they didn't even mention the tanning bed. It was just there. You mm-hmm. just saw it. If she never mentions it again, we understand the reason for it. Like, And you know what? The cool thing is she actually turns orange when she's using her power. Mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. her skin I does just, turn orange. You see like the fire in her skin. And mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It, shit's cool. So she goes and she's, you know, it's like all swagged out and like, yeah, I can do this. This ain't no problem. It's like, yeah. well, do you need to train? She's like, oh, no. Robin asked, do you think you can hit it? She's like, ah, no problem. So she creates this gigantic firebomb, fireball, and shoots at the tractor, and she misses. Yeah. But she burns a nice hole in something in the background. And mm-hmm. she's like, oh, I guess I could use a little bit of practice. That <laughs> made her more relatable in my eyes. It made her more human, even though she's an alien. But it yeah. made it just seem like she's not perfect. Yeah, yeah. And I like that. Yeah, I, and good kudos to the show for giving her amnesia. That's mm-hmm. a very convincing way to, because I think if she had have started off being this all powerful being that she is in the comics, they probably would have made it work. But this way, making it so that everyone, except for Robin, but kind of Robin emotionally, is on the same playing field. They all either don't know what they're doing right. or they're just getting the hang of their powers, right. and he's just getting the hang of his rage or acknowledging that it exists or whatever so if she had started off as the all-powerful starfire who had all control of her powers and history i don't think she would be as interesting of a character as they allow her to be in this show i agree and so next up raven or rachel (laughs) she's like they're asking her to demonstrate her powers and she's afraid to she's like no i don't want to hurt anybody i don't want to let loose and Mm -hmm. they're like nah you got this let's see what you can do and so she opens her mouth and this dark cloud of dark energy just spews out of her face. And Ugh. I don't know what's going on with her. That that girl got some problems. Yeah. Yeah. She going she to need gross. some counseling. <laughs> yeah. Her powers manifested is just disgusting to look at. And I like that because I'm like, oh, this shit is it. ain't. It don't look like it don't look like nothing bugs. else. You know, yeah, it, like it's nothing recognizable, but it's just disgusting. Right. And kudos to the again, because I feel like you could have fucked that up royally. Like a lesser show wouldn't have done a good enough job with the with the CGI and shit or the FX. Or yeah, whatever. the CGI in this episode seemed like it was getting better because uh, the last episode, Doom Patrol, when Gar yeah. turned into the, the, the yeah. tiger at the beginning, it looked mm-hmm. a little wonky. It looked a little funny. Yeah. But in this episode, it it just looked more natural. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I yeah. like how they're handling the dark aspects of these shows, balancing mm-hmm. it out with humor. Like, yeah. you know, they had the Gar penis joke where he transformed back into <laughs> human form. And Rachel's like, oh, put your clothes on. <laughs> like, yeah, 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 yeah. That was cute. That was and, cute. And, and I think Starfire made a that's what she said joke or something like that. Give me a second, it'll be worth it or something. Sure. Yeah, yeah, I heard, heard that before. That before. <laughs> <laughs> and Which Robin just, just looks at it like, nah, come on. <laughs> that 
But even that line in itself, and I could be reaching, but it, I feel like they're even handling the because it to me it feels as if Starfire has had a lot of sex or is familiar or at least sexually liberated She's as a sexually person. liberated. Yeah, that's what I would say. Like, and they're treating it tastefully it's not like yeah she's not like a whore or nothing like that she's you know a woman who's confident in her body in her skin and she's gonna do what she wants yes 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 i agree and i feel like a lot of the shit that she says if a male character said these same things you probably wouldn't think twice about it and she's like ah it just it doesn't detract from her being classy it doesn't detract from her being Powerful, like it's the, ah, just nigga. I, I wish a woman would go to the liquor store, buy some tequila, and knock on my door. <laughs> that sounds wonderful. <laughs> Y'all hear that, listeners? Hey, oh, you, uh, tequila, man. Look, <laughs> you know how you know how devilish tequila is. <laughs> that right, boy? That is El Diablo. <laughs> Oh, man, you know how God. that darkness comes out of Rachel? <laughs> that is tequila. <laughs> that. Bro, kudos to her. Um, I do. I did uh, pick up on, and I don't know if this is purpose, or if it was done on purpose, or if this was like just an accident, just from filming the show. But when Gar turned into that tiger, mm-hmm. the only person who was scared was Dick. He was the only one. Yeah, he didn't. He, it was just. It was shocking, you know. It yeah. roared, and he literally jumped. He was like, yeah. "What the fuck? Oh shit! Yeah. It's a tiger." And it's I I like that the two women of the cast was, and then like I, I I can't blame it on oh they've seen this before because Starfire had Starfire never seen hadn't it. seen it Rachel had but Nick <laughs> was like yo nigga it's a tiger <laughs> that and I just I I like that it's God this show has so many layers but wasn't there something that uh I want to say Gar was like it's. It's like being liberated. It's like you actually get to cut loose when he transforms. Yeah. I, I think he was yeah. talking to Rachel at that time. And that was a really good mm-hmm. speech. And, and it kind of comes back towards the end of this episode. Yeah. So yeah. Everybody shows yeah. their powers. And then we get to Dick Grayson. And they're like, come mm-hmm. on, show us what you can do. And he says, well, I can keep you alive. And Which, leaves it at that. Fuck, nigga. For, like, nigga, what? I just... I don't know. He's like an abusive parent. Like <laughs> you, we're trying to build up trust, nigga. And you, uh, that I was annoyed. No, I, mean, I, I liked it. I liked it. I, I understood it because he's been doing this since what nine, ten, fourteen years old, yeah, somewhere around there. Mm-hmm. He's been fighting with Batman since then, since childhood. And he, now he's in mm. his early, late twenties, early thirties. Yeah. This is a secret that he guards with his life. He's not going to just let anybody know. That's why he doesn't like Rachel to know anything. He he doesn't want her to know anything about him. That's why he's so walled off, so closed off. That's all he does is keep the secret. Yeah. And so yeah. with them being new people, he's just like, look, don't worry about what I can do. I can keep you alive. Mm-hmm. I, I really like that. I, I thought that was cool. Uh, I was like, nigga, fuck you. You ain't gotta say you robbing, but you gotta, you gotta give me something. Like, but I mean, they ain't care. So shit, it was like whatever. But I was like, nigga, really? You can't even say, nigga. I, I mean, he said he had military training. Yeah, well, he said he had intensive, extensive training or something like that. Was yeah. it, mili- it? You might be right. I'm sorry. I'm I'm going off of memory. It, it probably is no, no, military that, training. Yeah, he, he's, but he never like definitively said what the what training time, was. Yep. So I mean, I get that. 
But like, man, you could have came up with something. Don't just I can keep you alive, man. Fuck you, nigga. Like, <laughs> I like how uh, Starfire was trying to push to get him to talk mm-hmm. more about it, and he was just like, mm-hmm. nah, it's not happening. Just nah. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Especially. Go ahead. Go ahead. Speaking of things not happening, what about when they get to the hotel for the first time and they, <laughs> they get the rooms? <laughs> yes. Yes. And and the lady there is like flirting with them. <laughs> rooms all close to each other glad you've had availability yeah i guess we're a little slow it's the off season huh there's an on season about five years ago that is when my shitty ex-husband left me this shitty motel that i do not know how to run sounds shitty mm-hmm. yeah where's the closest place to eat around here oh uh liquor store across the street has snacks other than that there's a pizza place nearby it's uh, Edders. It's actually pretty good. Okay. Appreciate it. Oh, the um, ice machine out back. It uh, gets a little testy, but there's a trick to it. So if you want to get it working, I'm always up late. Room 101. I'll make sure to knock. Man, that I I that that fucked me up because I didn't expect it. Um, I didn't know how to take that because I get I I get that your husband left you the hotel, but even that was vague because I was like, did her husband leave her or did he die? Because if I left you and divorced you, why would I give you a hotel? It sounds like, like men in her life are always leaving. I think that's yeah. what the, the they wanted to tell for her story that she just hasn't had good luck with men, regardless if they died or just left. <laughs> which i mean you know it is what it is sorry for her but she just it didn't feel natural it felt like there should have been like maybe one other scene but i mean cut to the point and well take it was everybody. her point was that you know her husband her, not her husband but her hotel is doing terrible this is off season he was like well when's the on season <laughs> that so she's got a record of failures right now her husband's leaving mm-hmm. her hotel's crappy and she's just blah you know, yeah, she was swing yeah. striking out when it came to Robin. He mm. he wasn't he wasn't playing with her. Yeah, so, which was I'm thinking like, do you do this to a lot of guys, or is he or like just, the most attractive? Just him. Eligible? It's just him. Yeah. He's eligible and he's attractive, and she's lonely. And I'm all for it. shoot your shot, but it was just like, oh lady, boy, sit down. compared to Starfire though. Oh no, no, you can't. You no. just no. Fact. That's like skim milk. And then over there is what shit tequila. <laughs> Fuck it, we gonna keep the tequila going. Yeah, no, 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 you're right. Uh, but I did like that scene, and though it was odd to me, I felt like you are, you know, fleshing out either other characters who really don't mean shit to the show because we might never ever see that woman again. And that's what but, this show does well, man. Like the mm-hmm. the B characters are actually very thought thought out. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Even the nuclear family, like, God. they were intimidating and intense at first. And now that you know more about them, that doesn't change. But knowing how they were created mm-hmm. is like, God damn. Like, how twistic is this shit? It, oh, God. Yeah. Um, so even speaking of them, they go after Robin. Well, taking a step back, they have a dad created. And yes. when he mentioned that before and then seeing it actually happen in this episode... 
I am. I don't. I I am terrified. <laughs> yeah, those guys are just man. That whole organization is fucked up. Which is they're pretty much taking either are they taking patients in a Arkham Asylum type facility and creating? I think the they own family? the facility. But are they creating people or are there patients there that they're just using? Oh, they're as they're. Well, it seemed like they're using the facility as a guise for them taking mm-hmm. people and creating whatever they need out of it. Okay, okay. Um, you know, and then kudos to the show. The nuclear family is a white family, but then they get a Latino dad. Yeah. Which is, I'm like, okay, I see y'all shaking shit up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They added some Lowry's to it. <laughs> that, that uh, and watching him be, get created, like, and then kudos to the actor, because even though it was a bit terrifying, it's like, I don't know how many takes it took. I know that nigga throat was hurting after he was screaming and shit, but <laughs> it's and then the black chick who's like the head of the mm-hmm. facility, but she's still underneath that crazy nigga with the detonator button. Like Dr. Anderson Andrews. Yeah. So whatever you like I can't call it. Yeah, yeah. Whatever you I never seen him in the comics or seen him on TV, so he's somebody new. I think it's Dr. <laughs> Andrews. But he's I like him. I like yeah. him. Uh which is funny Adam, to say Adamson. 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 Okay. Yeah. Um, for me to say I like him, I think is a bit hypocritical because of my issues with Dick, which is pretty much the story that we're getting with Adamson is, you know, kind of similar to a lot that we get with the evil, big, bad, white guy. But I do like him. He's charismatic. He's he's, he's very, interesting. Yes. Yeah. And he's so he's so sinister over the kitchen. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't I don't know what it is. Right. Something about him doing all this evil bidding while he's cooking <laughs> it yes. just makes him more twisted in my eyes yes yes it, oh god you, you don't have a, another thing the show is doing well he doesn't have an evil layer he no. doesn't have this big ass he has a button and a kitchen and a kitchen like, and shit, you don't you man. <laughs> and the way he just toys with that button he's just like oh whatever can happen will happen I push yeah. this button. Which so, is... so the nuclear family is recreated. They have a new father, and they're fully whole. They go to a uh, go to the car lot that Dick sold his uh, his, his Porsche to. Yeah, and <laughs> they start shaking the dude down. The dude thought he had a new cell. He was like, "Yeah, yeah, guy, yeah, I got this minivan here. You guys could buy, it. or if you want that Porsche, you know, a guy just dropped it off." But mm-hmm. uh. Whatever you guys want. They're like, nah, nah, we don't want the Porsche. We want the information on the driver. Yeah. So they pretty much fucked that dude up. Yes. And and them not showing it made it that much more stressful for no, me. Because it's yeah. like, and now I'm left to my own imagination and think. They were the in that garage. Did. You know they had whips, chains, drills. Like, oh, God. Uh, it's. I love this. And then the best part was after all the mayhem, the girl was so sad that she got a stain on her shirt. Yeah. (laughs) You just murdered a man. (laughs) Yeah. And the mom pulls out a Tide pen and cleans it up. It's like. That shit just works. It works. I can't. One thing I kind of remembered while watching this episode is. I was a very big Desperate Housewives fan, mm. and my favorite Desperate Housewives was always that white woman, Brie Vandekamp, with the red hair and that pale-ass skin. <laughs> Something about a white woman with red hair who's like, 
tight, uptight, anal, like 50 style, like something yeah. about her. Stepford wives. That, that's yeah. probably what it is. But the mom in the nuclear family reminds me so much of her oh, yeah. that I realize now that that's partly, probably partly why I like her so much and by extension the daughter. But seeing them two motherfuckers just so ever so politely clean up you know the blood mm-hmm. from killing a nigga like, <laughs> it's like these niggas is not right something's wrong <laughs> stranger danger <laughs> we need that. help so oh, they they torture kill the man get the information to locate where the team has taken Rachel the mm-hmm, next scene mm-hmm. uh, is uh, what's Starfire buying the tequila yeah yeah she's gonna get some team bonding exercises going on <laughs> i'll say <laughs> right bruh how do you feel about this scene man she went she went after what she wanted she shot the shot and won i i liked it i did i really did i like it was tasteful a woman yeah that it was very tasteful and we see a woman every time i see starfire i think like if a man did the things that she's doing I've been doing that for probably about two, maybe three episodes now. But seeing her take charge and say, shit, I'm going to, like, though, I'm sure she enjoyed the sex with Robin. It was also about getting that information, maybe maybe that being the thing to make him more relaxed. It's just their whole, she made me like him more. Right. She's bringing out the humanity in him. Mm -hmm, Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And um, no, but I loved it. I liked her interaction with the black woman who was the cashier. You know this, oh, you know, yeah. heavy set black older black lady, and seeing them, I just oh, where's she God. getting all these hundred dollar bills from? I look, I don't know. Maybe her hair generates. Them. I don't know. What <laughs> she just like. oh, everybody get a hundred. With the interaction with the black woman, I like that she didn't bat an eye at the way Starfire looked. Like I don't know if it's supposed to come off as her looking like a sex worker in this space or if it's she's just a super hot vixen wearing fucking go-go skirts <laughs> yeah it's just she's so, that's her she's style over the top yeah i love it deal oh, with God. it <laughs> you know what i mean uh, yeah so I, I don't know what what about you what's your thoughts on i mean all of it from her with the black woman to her taking the liquor back to dick's room and that's where like, i want to start her taking the liquor back to dick's room so mm-hmm. she knocks on the door. He opens the door in the towel, and she's like, "Look, we need to talk. You need to relax. You got so much shit pent up inside of you. You're not trying to, you know, open up. You're not talking about your issues and your problems." And she knows from experience, I'm guessing, that guys usually open up once they've mm-hmm. had sex and once they've yeah. had something to drink. Mm-hmm. And Dick is so disciplined in his ways that he's just like, "Okay." I'm not going to drink this liquor. You know, I don't think he he might have took a sip, but he didn't really drink yeah. at all. And the sex, yeah, he did the sex because, you know, he's a human. Yeah. He's, he's known for having sex with people, whoever he wants, whenever he wants. And mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. I think it was pretty it was it was interesting that she was smiling and smitten and just like, oh, yeah, you know, she was satisfied. She had the look that mm-hmm. she was happy after they had sex. Robin asked, do you want to talk about it? And she was like, what, the sex? Yeah. And he was like, uh, okay, I think we're good here. <laughs> you know, it's like yeah. he, he doesn't know how to open up. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I think it was pretty amazing to watch her get shut down after she has yeah. been so opening and so willing and, you know, to him. And he's just like, 
thank you, but I still don't trust you. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. He's it's it's a lot to unpack there. I um I agree with everything you said. And I would really like to know what like a a therapist or psychiatrist or someone would think about his behavior. Like a licensed professional, what how do they see his interactions with everyone else? Because I'm I ain't go to school for therapy and shit. And nigga, I just think this nigga is you know he's tra- dealing with some shit. dealing with trauma. Yeah, some yeah. traumatic shit. How would you so, feel when you, you watch your parents die? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And that's one of the things that's saving him for me is because though, you know, again, this is, I feel like, a repeat of things we've seen before. Uh, you can never get too far in the show without remembering that he did experience some traumatic shit very early on. Mm-hmm. Not that it would have been less traumatic if he was already 30 and his parents died, but him being a kid, right. you know, you're developing this is kind of shaping who you'll be for the next few years, if not the rest of your life. I um, That's one of the things that knowing his history and then yep. seeing him with Starfire and even him with Rachel to an extent right. makes me like him more or at the very least want to like him more. Like, yeah, this this episode definitely put him on the path of redemption in my eyes. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. after they have sex. Starfire goes to get some ice or something. The lady came to his room because when she left, it, we saw the scene of uh, the, the front desk lady yeah. walking past or Starfire walking past her and her just like, you know, yeah, it was like, oh, what just happened? You know, yeah. am I too late? And he <laughs> shut her ass down. I'm thinking like, even if you liked him, you see this chick leaving his room. Yeah, you, we don't you know if you up for nothing. round two. You have nothing to compare with that woman. At all. There was just, man, Starfire didn't. I don't even think she looked at her. She just kept walking down the no. hall. No, the lady looked at her. She didn't look at her. She, <laughs> she just, was like, kept bitch, going. Yeah. <laughs> bitch, bye. That. But, um, yeah, so she she gets shut down. Homegirl from the front desk gets shut down by Robin. And yeah. she, like, she tried. She yeah, tried she really hard. tried. Like, she was like, yo, nigga, I brought you the drink, and the company is uh, free. Look, Corey, I got the ice machine working. Wine's on the house. So is the company. (laughs) That's very sweet of you. Thank you. But um, it's late. I just thought maybe. Um. Okay. Um. Okay, well, if you change your mind. I know where to knock. Yeah, he's and, like, uh, no thanks. And he was like, uh, <laughs> he hit it with that conceited nah. face. That, which <laughs> is, oh, God. Um, yeah, so after that, that's when the nuclear family shows up. Yes. And uh, the parents go after Robin. And uh, I think one of the kids goes after Starfire. And then I, I enjoy seeing Robin fight these parents. Like, this scene was good as the, and he carrying his big ass luggage. He didn't even fight them like in suit. He had to kind of work the shit out with this big ass suitcase. And they Man, he was doing some me. some magic with that suitcase. He broke at least one ankle. I remember. Mm-hmm, <laughs> he mm-hmm. swept somebody I, off their feet, but he was blocking. She had what was that? She had like an edger, <laughs> like it, for it, trimming. Was it not a hammer? Yeah. What, what was the shit? He had a hammer, and then she had okay. like an edger. Okay. Life. No. Well, um. Yeah. What's the shit? No. No. The drill. She had the drill. The um. Was it a drill? 
No. Like, Robin in there fighting for his life. That blocking like, everything, catching it. And and it's kind of funny that he doesn't let himself go loose all the way, you know, like he's defending mm-hmm. himself, but he was still holding back and you could see it, you know, only until he was kicked out the window and mm-hmm. fell on top of a car. Was he able to really become who he is? Yeah. And so the nuclear family, mom and dad, they won. And it was like, let's go check on the kids. And so mm-hmm. they go outside and uh, Rachel and Gar are running away, trying to, you know, <laughs> trying to get away from these crazy people. Yeah. And Starfire shows up. Starfire uses her powers. And then she realizes, oh, it's nighttime. My powers are no longer like she's not recharged. You know, she used up yeah. so much energy early in the day. And then also fucking Dick Grayson. She's Dad. she's drained. Now, <laughs> so dad takes the rips, the door off of a car, oh, knocks her ass clean across the parking lot. <laughs> oh, that yes. scene was yes. that was so fucking dope. Because yes. she I, was ready. She was like, oh, I, I got this. These niggas can't do nothing to me. <laughs> Nigga said that, door. Bow. That. <laughs> But, you know, I, I'll say this. I remember when it was first announced that Anna Diop would be Starfire. Mm-hmm. And I remember following her on Instagram and watching her. And she, and I remember her saying, like, you know, yeah, I'm preparing for the Starfire role. And she had a couple videos of her, like, with the puncher bag and with the trainer and stuff. And I didn't. Since then, I've seen it. And I've, you know, liked some of her pictures. But I haven't. It didn't fully sink in until this episode. And seeing the amount of physical work that these mm-hmm. motherfuckers are putting in, like mm-hmm. Robin during that fight scene, and even like I just seeing her and her skill, like and knowing that as an actor, this is just what you do. The right. role calls for you to know how to swim, so you got to know how to swim. The role calls for you to ride a horse, you got to learn how to ride a horse. Like you just have to become this person. And seeing the effort that she put into, boy, yeah, and that's what a lot of people were knocking about. Uh, what was it? Uh, Iron Fist. Like they were like the actor in the first scenes and didn't really train. His kung fu was pretty slack. It was uh, sloppy. I'll I tell you what that nigga did with his punk ass. This <laughs> nigga, he learned the shit like on set. Yeah. So, and I understand as an actor, you may have some shit that conflict and you can't do everything in this and the third. But then don't expect for us to just accept this shit because it's part of the larger Marvel yeah. universe. Iron Fist failed us. That's what they did. Season two is way better. Season. Okay. Okay. Good. Because I haven't watched the second season, yes. but that first season it failed us, and it's like they were writing. And I, and though I don't like it, I can't put it all on the actor because he's an actor. He didn't fucking create the show. Yeah. He went there, showed up to get his paycheck. These motherfuckers thought that just because this was part of the larger Marvel universe, yeah. we'd be okay with this shit, and he can just half-ass do some kung fu shit. No. They got Secondly, a little lazy with that shit. You right. Fuck him. Yeah, yeah, no. And you could have had a stunt double if that was the case. And then also, I think they did, but remember, both of them motherfuckers was just lackey, <laughs> lacking. That I don't, I, I don't remember him being an imposing character on Game of Thrones. Whoever oh, no. the fuck he played, didn't he play like the the gay the prince's gay lover? Something like, like the that. one nigga with the with the the nigga was what? forgettable. Yeah, that and that's something like like. How y'all chose this one? But you got all these white. Yeah, this is the, iron, the immortal some... Iron Fist. Man, look, <laughs> I think I Dick Grayson could beat his ass. Like, I nah. was just finna say that this nigga who playing Dick could have been motherfucking Iron Fist if you yeah. just had to go with a white dude. But yeah, all right, okay. So 
<laughs> then my favorite scene happens. A smoke yeah. canister comes out of nowhere. Bling, mm. bling, 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 bling. Smoke bellows everywhere. And all of a sudden, <laughs> you see a grappling hook stab the uh, nuclear father in the, in the shoulder. And it mm. yanks him back. And then uh, what happens? Somebody got hit with the, the bow staff. Yeah. It's fucking Robin. Robin okay. appears out of nowhere, whooping ass and just taking names. He was taking the whole nuclear family on by himself. Mm-hmm. No help needed. And he was winning. You yeah. Know? And everybody yeah. looks at him shocked. It's like, oh, shit, it's Robin. <laughs> and, then, yeah. and then Rachel looks and she blows the niggas cover. Dick. Yeah. <laughs> like, yo, nigga, though, I'm wearing a mask. Now, Uh, I fucking love this, the fact that people can look at him and see him in this uniform and then see straight through it and be like, yo, that's Robin. (laughs) No, that's Dick. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) I'm always like, how people don't realize that's the motherfucker. Like like Black Lightning. Like, he has this little face thing (laughs) with the whole windows on it. Like, yo, dude, we can still see your hair. Yeah, that. You you look like Jefferson. Yeah. I uh I did enjoy this now and I like that and that pissed me off because it's like the whole fucking Detroit PD and none none of you niggas <laughs> put together that this motherfucker is Robin like right oh god I know it's just to some shit you just gotta accept and move on you right it's a comic book Chris. show but it's like yo man you need a better mask you just gotta have a, a whole head covering mask something. Yeah, just oh man. I guess you rely on you being, you know, a white guy, so you could be anyone. But nigga, you could have put a hood on or something. I don't know. He but. he needs that red robin helmet. <laughs> yeah, shit. So what was that uh, Jason Todd fucking uh, oh, faceplate? We're getting red there. school. Right, right. We're getting there. <laughs> oh so, fuck. The big the big reveal in this episode was that Dick Grayson is actually Robin. And when he says that he can keep you guys safe and make show you how to survive, it's because he's had extensive training from Batman. He is the border wonder, and he just whooped the whole nuclear family's ass. They got him captured, tied him up, put him in chairs, and then they start interrogating. Yeah, which, yes, I, I love it. Uh, only thing I didn't love is why did they have – Rachel and Garfield interrogating the kids. That was odd to me. Like, oh, why? I didn't even notice that. <laughs> yeah, but I just, I was like, these are kids. Like, yeah, they got these powers, but they're still kids. Like, you can't, I, these are kids, but then the nuclear family kids are clearly, I think, smarter than Garfield and Raven, only oh, yeah. in the sense that they were bred to be this way. Right. They aren't regular kids. So I'm like, why are you. You know, but I do like that it kind of got flipped where the nuclear kids were like, you know, you should just come with us. We're all going to be in trouble or like they were. Oh, trouble. We don't want to be in trouble. Yeah. I feel sorry for Gar. He's just like, man, I was just in a big ass mansion with my (laughs) weird friends. All the video games and food he could ever ask for. Now I'm just. Ugh. I just. I feel yeah, so bad for him. He, he, you know, he the first one rethinking possible. He like, I don't know. Yeah, I might right, need to go back to my Doom Patrol and ask for forgiveness. That because you know we had food aplenty back then. Food aplenty. <laughs> so this episode ends with the Titans interrogating the nuclear family, and they find out that uh, you no, know, Dick finds a cell phone in the car, 
that has the phone number of Anderson, Dr. Anderson. And it, mm-hmm. it also gives his address. So Dick yeah. tells everybody else, I'll be back. I'm going to go search this lead. And yeah. Rachel's like, well, make sure you come back. You know, it's a little tension because he's always leaving. Always. You know, he's like, well, I'll, I'll make sure to be back. I will return. What did you? Th- oh, my God. What did you think? About Jason like, Todd? <laughs> that episode was so good. I hate Jason Todd, but I he's love such Jason a Todd. Punk ass. Well, he was like, hey, what are you doing talking to my girl? He was like, he's like, I'll kick your ass. He's like, you want to try? Then he pushed him. I was like, this, oh, shit. This motherfucker. How old is he? That's what I don't know either. Like, either he is 17 or 19. Yeah. But, like, yeah. when, but when, but that's the thing. In the comic books, he's, like, 13. Um, mm-hmm. He's, he's like, 13, 14 yeah. when Bruce finds him. Mm-hmm. Because in, uh, early in the comic, when, when he first finds him and everything like that, um, that's one of the things I think. Bruce says like he's a little old to be he's a little too old to be robbing well, to Whoa, start out as robbing. See, Bruce ah, ah we talk about that too. Bruce is a fucking psychopath. So I uh, but no, I loved it. I fucking loved it like Man, you look dead. Trust me. There's a difference between dead and knocked out. This is awesome. Robin and Robin in action. Who the hell are you? Jason Todd. The new Robin. Robin 2.0, right? Hey, seriously, man. It's an honor to meet you. I always wonder what this moment was going to be like. I never thought that wouldn't happen to be saving your life. So there's a new Robin, eh? Yo, it's truly in the flesh. Does Batman know you're here? Of course. Bruce knows how badly I've always wanted to meet you. Pick your brain, catch a couple pointers. He's all, go for it, bro. Hey, let me go grab him close. I'll be right back. Episode 6, Jason Todd. Dick and the new Robin, Jason Todd, teams up to track down a man who is killing off Dick's old circus friends. Where do you want to start with this episode? Well, this is where I want to start. I am not as familiar with DC as you probably are. Explain to me, if you know, the history of the robins in the sense that okay is dick grayson is he the very first robin dick grayson is the og robin he is the first person batman took in and showed him the way of the bat then it goes jason todd who was another kid who was an orphan like his origin story in this episode it was straight out the comic book so jason todd's what yeah even the way that he met batman was straight out the comic book okay so i've seen that Okay, see, and I ask because I'm confused. I always thought Jason Todd was older than Dick Grayson. No, no, um, no, no, no. I remember him. The co- it was either the cover of a book or the interior where he was like trying to steal a, a tire off of a car or hubcaps yeah. or something. Yeah. Okay. He's but, just from the streets, continue. man. He's he's a fucking orphan who's lived off the streets his whole life until he ran into Batman, and Batman mm-hmm. saw potential in him. 
And Batman well, says to this day he was his greatest failure. Okay. So, so well, don't get into that yet. Okay. Yeah, maybe that'll come out. But who, who comes after Jason Todd? Is Tim it Damon Drake. Or is it, okay, Tim Drake. And then Damon is Damian Wayne is uh, mm-hmm. Bruce Wayne's son from Talia Ghul. So this is so interesting because again, I'm not as familiar with DC lore, but I, mm-hmm. I know those names and I know that they're Robins. Mm-hmm. Funny thing is you only listed four Robins mm-hmm. and one of which Damien, I have knowledge about, and I know that he's the most recent, but I assume there were more Robins in between. Uh, who's the last one you said? Uh, uh, Tim Drake, Tim Drake and Damien. I assume that there were maybe two or three others. Well, there is a female Robin iteration from the Frank mm-hmm. Miller's. Uh, what is that? The Dark Knight series. Oh, that shit! That shit that's going on for like every three or four years. Maybe there's a chapter. Is that the one? <laughs> okay, but is that the main continuity? Because I know that there are other Robins. Because there's the storyline. We are Robin and all that shit. Well, but the actual. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, with DC, they have all these different. They have this multiverse going on. So in mm-hmm. different versions, they have like the New Fifty Two and all these. That's different universes. Yeah, um, yeah. But the mainline story, I think there's only four Robins. Well, okay, okay. There's Dick Grayson, Jason Todd, Tim Drake, and then Damien. Okay, okay. So all of those characters grow up over time, and they all assume different identities. Like, once mm-hmm. there's a new Robin, the old Robin gets a new identity. Interesting. Now, that act in itself, is it just the frustration of being replaced is it like mandatory like you got a new nigga you got to change the name uh, it's, it's like, mostly being that? replaced <laughs> okay okay cool cool interesting because i i looked up i said let me look up the robbers i said you know what i'm not gonna do that because i want to i want the show to educate me mm-hmm. or if you have more input yeah i don't want to seek out the history of the robins just yet because i do like knowing a little bit about the show but also being one of those viewers who isn't familiar, so I'm learning from the show. My so. new favorite thing about this whole streaming app is that it mm-hmm. has the comic books that correlate with this episode that week. So mm-hmm. the week of Jason Todd's episode, they were showing a whole bunch of like comics that you could read on the TV, and, yeah. and it actually works. Have you tried it yet? No, 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 I haven't. Okay, it kind of zooms now. in to each panel that you need to watch, and it's in widescreen, so it works. Like, I mm-hmm. thought it was just going to be the whole book on the screen, and you just got to get oh, no. up and try to watch it how... and read it. But no, it no, zooms I'm... in. Like, it really works. I'm like, man. Yeah, I've read comics digitally, so I know that that's how. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't I thought sure. Were... Okay. I thought it was going to be like know. a tablet. I got to pinch the zoom and then hope that I get it. <laughs> you know? <what> yeah, <laughs> no, no, no. But okay, yeah, no, no. That's co- I saw the beta um, video for the streaming app, so I kind of know how it works but no i haven't and maybe i need to do that for episode seven whatever comics they suggest just look those over for episode seven because it's it's pretty dope okay okay so Uh, so what do you what about you any thoughts on uh uh uh, episode six jason todd oh shit how do we get to this without even talking about the end of episode set uh five I don't know. I don't know. You just. You I'm know. sorry. I'm, I'm so excited to pop, talk you about Jason Todd. Okay. <laughs> so Robin goes to go see Mr. An- Dr. Anderson and he goes to this penthouse, the same penthouse that the nuclear family was in before they <laughs> were getting their eggs and all that. So mm-hmm. Robin talks to the lady at the door 
and she offers him the butterscotch. He takes it, but he doesn't eat it. He Good. goes upstairs into the office of Dr. Anderson. He's in the kitchen cooking, and or he's drinking a Chardonnay or something like that, some wine. Yeah. And Dr. Anderson is like, oh, you found me. Well, that's unfortunate. He realizes <laughs> that at this point in time, he's found him. He's been compromised. He's been exposed. So the organization is sending a team to dispose of them. Yeah. So before Dr. Anderson, well, before Robin actually came up the elevator, Dr. Anderson looked at a monitor and saw Robin was on his way. And he he doesn't run. This nigga's trill. He picks up that detonator looking thing. Press the button. We flash back to the nuclear family. <laughs> Their head starts beeping. And the mom mm -hmm. says, kids, I think we're in trouble. Or no, we're, it's nap time nap. kids. It's That's what time. it was. Mm -hmm. Oh, man. All four of them heads explode. Boom, 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 boom. They all had bombs in their heads. Suicide Squad. Like, yeah. And they did a better job than Suicide oh, Squad. Man. Damn it, they did a better job. I, I like that movie. But yes, yeah. it has tons of problems. <laughs> yeah, yeah. A lot, Structure a lot. is the, the main issue and a believable story. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but it's got reshot so many times. And it's, uh, it's, it's That's not That's what happened with BVS, man. Oh God! Which, as a quick aside, you did you see how they're changing it from the DCEU to the worlds of DC? And right. like, I think they're going to try to do like a retcon, maybe kind of reach out, restart everything. The rumor is that they're going to keep everything the same, but mm -hmm. when they get to Flash's movie, it's going to be Flashpoint. Mm, that is smart. Okay, that is smart. If Flashpoint if they, happens, then mm -hmm. that gives them the okay to go ahead and recast everybody. And the redo this. Oh God, DC, so, y'all gotta do this. That's yeah. the only way, the only saving grace. And I'm really worried that Aquaman is gonna be a great movie, and I don't want yeah. him to get erased because Jason Momoa fucking makes Aquaman look fucking dope. But I, I think you could keep it though. I think with movie magic and with just the idea that this world changing event is something that's embedded in the comics, and you know they're not gonna go. Okay, uh, another quick aside. DC pisses me off. Marvel had its characters scattered about across every single fucking studio for years. DC has owned their shit for so long. All right. of it. Nothing right. is someone else's. Why are you not getting this shit right? Maybe because was back to the wall. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. Be with this, if you can do Flash right, you don't even have to do Flashpoint according to the comments. You can just fuck shit up and say he fucked up the time stream and keep Aquaman canon, keep Wonder Woman canon, and just fuck everything else up. Like, well, I would have loved to keep Henry Cavill as Superman because I really think he's a good Superman. I do too. I don't know why he quit. Uh, he got a new job. It's called The Witcher. What, what the fuck is that? <laughs> the Witcher is a really big series of books. And uh, a video game as well. It's gonna be a Netflix show about well, this. Well, that'll do it. Yeah, it's uh, so. It's got a huge following. I'm 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 just hoping because if you and you know this might be a reach, but if you do some flashpoint shit right, you can fuck around and bring the TV shows into the movie universe and vice versa. Uh, you can. I do don't some even want shit. that. I I think the, the other rumor is that the reason they're calling it the worlds of DC is so they can tell isolated stories. That don't mm -hmm. have to have continuity with anything else. Smart. 
even that that's smart as well. Right. Because if you get back to that, because and that would be so smart. Because Marvel is doing the continuity heavy thing. You do some shit that just maybe cross over or don't. Just make good solid movies and right. trilogies. Just continue. Like just do the opposite of what these niggas is doing. Well, so, Captain Marvel look. I'm I'm sorry. Shazam looks great. That yeah. Aquaman now looks great. It looks like is it big? Yeah, the old yeah, movie big from big, the nineties. Superhero that's, big. Which is like you're doing a damn good thing. Like even Wonder Woman, regardless to what the the, the um, critiques may be, all in all was a pretty solid movie. It was and boring, self contained. Yeah, you can say that, but as a period piece, so to speak, okay. it was decent. I think the most boring parts of it was actually the fight with Hades at the end. Yeah, that's uh, Aries. Everything else was like her with them them four niggas like trying to get. So yeah. what the fuck like that shit her howling cool. commandos were pretty cool <laughs> yeah okay yeah that's what they is my bad, yeah. <laughs> no no, no that's I, what I just, the howling commandos come from marvel <laughs> but that's what i i see them as no 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 no. but that's a group right like yeah the she was with aren't they actual group like in dc comics no no that's something? from marvel that's from captain america what am i think you know I'm th- what is that thing that rick flag is what is he on with the suicide squad like his um i don't know the name of that group what, that's what I was thinking when you yeah. said that. But in, what scratch this in any fucking way? I think that <laughs> uh, DC could do so many great things. It's like you have so many. These niggas got Harry Potter. Don't Warner Brothers own like Harry Potter shit? Yep. Like the potential for crossovers and for shit that just like you have so many properties that you can do so much shit with. Just give a woman. A Wonder Woman uh, fucking trilogy to her bitch, make that shit. And they did. Uh, the same lady who directed the first Wonder Woman is coming back to do the second one. But that's what I'm saying. Get these people that are closely associated with the characters and who make good shows well, and th- movies. That's like, the thing. Jeff Johns is all over all this stuff, you know. So he's supposed to be the man, you know. He was huge at DC writing wise, and then now he's over the studios. He's supposed to be there. Uh, What's the Kevin guy Fargy. from Marvel? Yeah, Kevin Foggy. Foggy. Yeah, but it, you, oh man, don't let motherfuckers fuck this shit up. Like, well, if you have. A, I will ahead. say he's been over all of the DC streaming stuff. Oh well, there you go. I'm and okay so with Titans this. is good so far, <laughs> and, and a Doom Patrol. I I know the Doom Patrol was very good. strong. Like I, re- I'm gonna watch that show. Mm, mm, yes i wonder if they're going to suggest when doom patrol comes out that you watch episode four of titans well they should use that as the pilot anyway yeah i'm sure they will but i wonder like how would they play it in sequence will it just open up maybe do a flashback to the or i don't know oh no they they gonna episode two will be the dude in the wheelchair again (laughs) that's oh god like these uh i should be a heavy dc fan like just Ah, just because, but it's some good uh, comics, man. Like these are some yeah. very good stories, and I like DC because it's detective comics. But mm-hmm. it also mm-hmm. most of their characters have some issues, like psyche issues, psycho, yeah, psychiatric issues. And they're man. human, like yes. Artemis. I love that bitch. Like watching her on Young Justice, I ain't read her in the comics. I don't know what the fuck she got going on. But that hoe in the comics, and then her—I mean, in, the, in Young Justice, and yeah. her sister, crazy ass. Right. Them two hoes. I would watch a whole show about them. Just them two. <laughs> Civil rivalry. Like, yeah. 
not even look, not even thinking about like the mystical shit with Raven, but just them them two hoes, like mm-hmm. oh, man, just I'm, I'm with it. I'm with it. Okay. I'm very excited about what's coming down the pipeline with this DC streaming show. Like they showed the uh, the timeline, and they got oh, Swamp see, Thing coming. They got okay. Young Justice coming. Okay, um, season three. Yeah, yeah, I know that. They uh, Doom Patrol. Then they this, got Titan this. season two. Like oh, already? Yeah, okay, it's, it's been greenlit, so uh, it's coming. See, I just. Like, what really is greenlit, though, when you have your own streaming? <laughs> well, I was worried because I wasn't sure too many people were fucking with this app. Man, I hope so. I, yeah, well, yeah. it's getting it's getting traction. Like, I'm only seeing positive reviews online. Like, the early, the early adopters set forth a trend, and everybody's actually starting to come around. They're like, oh, okay, yeah, this is it's not as bad as it looks. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, you know, I, I, okay. everybody was kind of pissed off about Rachel, not Rachel, about Starfire being black, about Robin saying "fuck Batman." Yeah, but which if you just watch the show, y'all, that's, that's what I God. that's what I say. These Uber nerds, they always complaining about shit that's different, but they don't know nothing about nothing. You're yeah. judging it too yeah. soon. And I would much rather you show me something different, even if I don't like it. Like everything ain't always gonna be for me. Like, right. like Jason Todd, I don't like that nigga. I do what? not like him. He was this like, and I'll, I'll tell you why. And this is go ahead, tell us now. I'm like a, I want to know why don't star. you like Jason Todd? He looks like a gay porn star, and I don't. Oh yeah, he got that jaw. He got fuck. that face. Man, he just I, and then he's like. Okay, let me let me take. And he's a I don't bro. hate him. He's cocky. He's crazy. I think he is very much a wild Dick Grayson. Yes, he's what Dick Grayson, like Dick Grayson. If he was unchecked, oh that's my god, yes. Because <laughs> this motherfucker, like watching the whole episode and then catching him at the end in the club, the shit that he does. Oh my god, being so. Uh, how do you? Uh, and this ain't even the police shit. This is just at the club. Seeing him, he's a fucking jerk. Yeah, like he's he an unchecked a, white man with tons of aggression. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and and it's like sending a kid out with a gun. You training this Most motherfucker to use the gun, that. and you just you know and stick him up. Overly confident. Yeah, but I mean, with with good reason because honestly, nigga, you trained by Batman. He's Why a, the fuck wouldn't you be? He's a fucking you know? psycho. And that's the thing that's making me hate this, not necessarily Jason, but Batman even more. You're reckless as hell. Oh if you God. are going to collect these Robins like gifts and Batgirls and Bat Family, why are you not putting in the extra work to get them psychiatric, what, evaluated, psychological, yeah. whatever, get their motherfucking head screened? You know because, why? Why? He's crazy his damn self. He's a billionaire oh, jumping that. off of rooftops whooping poor people. That I've and that's been, always been my biggest gripe with Batman. Yes, he's the great world's greatest detective, rich, wealthy man, playboy, billionaire, all that. But at the end of the day, this nigga is crazy as the fuck. You fighting <laughs> niggas who are villains and they do bad shit, but instead of assisting the police, you're going above and beyond. You have so much technology that could aid the Gotham PD with catching these criminals, but you want to do it on your own and then suffer in silence when you get your ass whooped but then you getting your ass whooped now allows 
all these other people to get their life fucked up because yes. you didn't want to do the right thing. Like well, Batman, he's on a mission. His mission in life is to right wrongs. Mission in life is to deal with the trauma that he dealt with when he was. No, no, no. We ain't, we ain't gonna spend no millions of dollars on that. I'm gonna build a tank <laughs> that can drive up and down the streets, and I have my own private <laughs> airplane. <laughs> I got a light on top of <laughs> the police station. You know, we're not gonna use this money to go to some kind of therapy. I'm just gonna take my vengeance out on these street thugs. Man, he okay. Did, really quickly, and uh, this recommendation is for you as well. Anyone listening under the sound of my voice, go and check out Batman White Knight. I don't know if it'll be on the DC app because it's a relatively recent storyline that was wrapped up, I think, a couple months ago or earlier this year. It's an eight-issue miniseries at DC Comics. It's kind of like an Elseworlds story where Batman is shown to be the psychopath that he is. And Mm. Joker gets on meds that takes away his psychotic episodes so he becomes a more functioning member of society i think he runs for mayor and he pretty much shines a light on how crazy batman is (laughs) and wild and reckless he is unchecked and then there's like a whole like harley quinn retcon oh she's getting uh, her own show as well yeah and and, oh and god if they can take from white knight okay dc if you niggas is listening because i know y'all is if you take the story of white knight and put that either on in a trilogy of movies or as a series, I will fuck you. You, you will get my money mm. time after time. That mm. is such a fucking good story. And not my feelings about Batman aside, it's very much taking the normal, ordinary, and flipping it on his head. Mm-hmm. What world do we live in where Batman is the villain and the Joker becomes the superhero, the savior? Who and they shine a light on the fact that Batman fucks shit up. And it only helps the elite in Gotham because now you have all these contracts to clean up stuff and to build mm-hmm. stuff. And you fucking up all this collateral damage, which allows people to just like move all these people from these areas into more like densely populated ghettos and have these wealthy people build condos and houses and shopping malls. It's it's such a it's it takes Batman and it flips it on his fucking head. Please, yeah. everyone. For somebody who's been fighting crime for 30 years, you're not seeing a lot of, like, effect. No, no. And, oh, God, is that's the... Bro, you got to read that. Yeah, he's not... Because I feel like, Hmm. initially, Batman was probably a good uh, caveat for storytelling. He was probably a, a conduit or whatever for storytelling. And it was interesting, fun little stories. But the more deeper that we get into this, um into his life, into the shit that happened to him. Mm-hmm. And, of course, people realizing that. I don't know if it was the 80s, 90s, 70s, where Nichols was like, this motherfucker is crazy. He is not just some happy superhero. This motherfucker has some deep-seated issues that yeah. he needs to take care of. And they started addressing that in the comics. Batman but, got real dark in the 80s. Like, <laughs> the Joker killed some people, paralyzed yeah. a few. You know, it was... Yeah. It got It got bad. Oh shit! So, getting back to the end of episode five, Dick Grayson goes. <laughs> Dick Grayson goes to see Doctor Adams. He's up in the in the office. There's a countdown. Uh, yeah. He's uh, Doctor Adams is telling him we only got a minute before they yeah. come to get us, and then all mm-hmm. of a sudden a bullet rings out, and it hits yeah. at Doctor Adam. I don't think it actually struck him. He but he falls down. 
And mm-hmm. then there's tons of SWAT team members rushing in the room and they start beating down Robin or I'm sorry, Dick yeah. Grayson. Even though they got guns and bullets in those guns, they start right. using their guns to whoop his ass. I was like, why don't y'all just shoot his ass? But I don't know. Yeah. You know. And then all of a sudden a smoke canister comes out of nowhere. Pling, bling, bling, bling. Room is full with smoke again. And then you see Robin whooping ass. But it's not the Robin that we know. Somebody else. A little bit younger. A little bit quicker. A little bit faster. Holds out his hands. He says, hey, bruh. I'm the new Robin. (laughs) And the episode ends with Dick looking up at the new Robin. Like, confused and full of just what the fuck is going on. Yes. I loved that i was so excited at the end of that episode i i was just like how can this show get any better that's mm-hmm, mm-hmm. until episode yeah. six comes around jason todd is my favorite character on this show okay, okay. jason todd shows how fucking insane batman is mm-hmm. everything mm-hmm. he did right with robin with J, uh, yeah. with with dick grayson yeah, you can see the starch difference, the opposite reaction happening to somebody who has not been, you know, kept who who doesn't have a moral boundary, who doesn't yeah. have the 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 same tethers that keeps him grounded. Jason mm-hmm. is fucking flawed. He's full of rage, mm-hmm. and. He knows he 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 enjoys it more than he, he should. You know, he's a psychopath. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think that Fair just point. says more and more about Batman. Batman is insane. He's lazy. Batman is lazy. He's lazy. I've never thought As that. Him. Oh, please exp- yeah. expound on that. I say he's lazy because much like in Black Lightning, where you have Anissa and Jennifer, uh, no, they, they just can't powers. act. They're not lazy. They just can't act. Well, that too. Okay. And I refuse to be on a podcast <laughs> where you call a black star lazy. <laughs> no, 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 no. The, the, the Pierce parents, them niggas lazy. <laughs> no, it's just that, that, yeah, they is. They just, Jennifer is the afterthought for them. But it's that you get this prodigal son who is doing so well. And then when it comes to the next one, you don't put in the effort. Oh, yeah. I felt like yeah. because Jason Todd much is, is so excited to do this shit and one to excited to know Batman and then two to do this shit and then three to have all this access Mm. Bruce was never raised by his parents past you know the point of them being murdered right even then how much raising did they do considering you know they were society types his dad was a, a doctor and his mom was wealthy in her own right I guess but he wasn't raised he was raised by Alfred yeah who was essentially his servant but you weren't raised, you know. So mm. it's like, how are you raising this child? Not to say, and I'm not be really cautious, not to say that just because you had a different upbringing that you are not capable of raising a child. But in the world of Bruce Wayne, when you literally spend your nights beating the fuck out of people with mental issues and villains, <laughs> how are you raising a child? And why are you raising a child in this environment? Yo. Additionally. Jason Todd and Dick Grayson had two very different upbringings yes. to the point that they met Batman. So whereas Dick Grayson is fighting this internal battle because he had his parents, he's dealt with all this heartache and this stress, and they probably taught him how to act. Jason Todd said his mom was like a drug addict, his mm-hmm. dad died, and his uncle 
like raised him, but he went to jail. It's like the two upbringings are very different, and you're treating them the same, mm. which is not doing shit at all. Batman is lazy. You can't throw money at everything. He doesn't throw money. He throws a fist at everything. That but with these kids, you're taking in these children, but you're not doing anything to help them. Yeah. You're giving them these robin suits, and they're <laughs> fighting out in the world. With, what are you doing? These are children. And then the the worst part about it is Robin was replaced within a year. Yes, like, he went missing for a year. Not even not, the months after he left, Batman already had somebody else. Yes, lined up. Again, he's like a terrible lover or a terrible parent. Man. What are you doing? What are you doing? And these are children. Like, I get the need to want to help someone. I'm sure there's something to be unpacked there, especially a kid who's exper- who's probably about the age you were when your parents were murdered and whatnot. Mm-hmm. But, nigga, you just that wealthy that you... Oh, God. And Bad. you know what else? Why Alfred didn't get that boy no help? Like, why Alfred didn't put <laughs> Master Bruce Wayne in therapy? And Right, because Alfred, if I'm not mistaken, was like part of the British Army, has a lot of combat training, and he's like, he's successful in his own right before he became the butler to the Waynes. So, nigga, what, what? Yeah, I just, everyone has failed these two boys, and it starts off with Alfred. Alfred is the, is the cause of all of it. <laughs> Yo, what if Alfred just pushed Bruce Wayne down some stairs and just took, like, the inheritance money? I mean, that would make for a very different story because then at least, you know, you would go after Alfred. You wouldn't be whooping everybody else's ass and corrupting these children. Or maybe he would make I, an I army would, of children. I would love to see that series <laughs> with Alfred. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, on, for honestly, I mean, you know, you got these characters who are dynamic in their own right, who you don't have to focus on the psychotic ramblings of Batman. He's evil. Batman is evil. <laughs> he evildoer. is fucked up. But getting to this episode, so yeah. it starts out with uh, Dick and, and Jason Todd talking. Can't believe it. Here we are together in the same car. This is so cool. Yeah. Real cool. So how long you and Bruce been, uh, been... Together? Almost a year. A year? (laughs) Wow, okay. Didn't waste any time. So how did you and he... I was out boosting cars. Guess I chose the wrong one. <laughs> or the right one. You tried to steal the Batmobile? Oh, man. Just the hubcaps. And just like that, he took you in. Guess he saw potential. So, what do you think of the new suit? Upgrades are pretty sick, right? The new tunic is made with Xylon fibers. Six times stronger than Kevlar. Seriously, bro, you could hit me with a flamethrower from ten feet, and I'd be like, that's all you got? Xylon fibers. Smart, right? Hey, no offense, bro, but you gotta admit, the old version was a little outdated. So how'd you find me, anyway? The tracker. What tracker? On your arm. There's a fucking tracker in my arm? Yeah. Yeah, mine too. Don't you remember him putting it in? No. Maybe you forgot. Jay and Dick's like trying to figure out more about him. He's like, so who are you? What's your deal? Yeah. How long you been doing this? 
and you know just he just he seems like somebody who's been cheated on yeah and yeah actually like somebody who's being replaced yeah he's seeing the robin 2.0 <laughs> he's mm-hmm, like don't you mm-hmm. want your own name your own identity yeah it's like night wolf okay yeah and and that's the other thing this whole story this episode this is probably the mm-hmm. best storytelling they've ever done so we yeah. had several different stories we one we got jason todd okay mm-hmm. do you are you familiar with this character uh vaguely he grows up to be the nigga with the red like skull man, do you know right? how he becomes the nigga with the red skull didn't he like die or get murdered yes. some kind of way but it wasn't really or he was resurrected he was resurrected with the Lazarus pit okay and the Lazarus yeah, didn't Talia do that right yeah uh, well uh, it depends on the story but he was resurrected <laughs> and when you go into those Lazarus pits sometimes one of the side effects is it alters your mind it twists your, mm-hmm. your thoughts with this kid already being as twisted as he is when he went into that pool he came back just fucking insane yeah and so he kills he doesn't like beat people up he fucking shoots them kills them mm-hmm, and, mm-hmm. oh I'm my here. god this character is going it's it's if they do it if they do it right season two hopefully it's gonna be season two should be mm-hmm. epic if they got red hood in there but isn't red hood in the comics isn't he older now that doesn't really yeah he it, it, he's not Young, young. He he does get a little he a little bit older. He's like uh, uh Robin's age in the comics. Okay. Okay, cool, right. cool. Yeah, I'm 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 interested to see what comes of that as yeah, well. Yeah, the Joker cause... smashes his head open with a fucking crowbar. Is that like, the death in the family? Yeah. Okay, okay. Oh, yeah. oh just oh so many stories they could get right. Like, <laughs> oh I, yeah. Bro. I would love to see that. Well, they couldn't do that Batman movie on the big screen. They would have to put it on this app. Shit. <laughs> well, they tried to do that with Batman v, uh, v Superman. You know, there's a brief scene where Batman looks at an old Robin costume and it's spray painted with all these. Uh, yeah, but like that was so cheap because now you've taken away those stories. Like, yeah. You well, have to rely on the nerds going to see, and I say nerds as in term of endearment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The nerds going to see this the movie to get that. Like me, no, the they made it even cheaper in Suicide Squad. They made it just a splash on the screen when they introduced Holly, Holly Quinn. Uh-huh. They showed yeah. that she was a compliment to the murder of Robin. They just splashed that get- on the screen, and they don't even show the story. They should have just showed it in there, but yeah, didn't get. Okay. Yeah, they, they, they were trying to be so cool and have all these Easter eggs, but that should have been the main focus. But it, Easter eggs for what? If you're not letting it pay off, like some nigga need to be at the head of this shit and say, "Everybody, give me your top five stories of Batman, Wonder Woman, <sighs> Superman, Green Lantern," and then find a way to work those into these apps, yeah. into these movies. Like, don't just throw shit at the wall and see what stick go into this shit with a plan like did you like zod uh, um the story of you didn't like no okay i just who would you prefer do you know most superman uh villains no no no. i mean i know some when i hear them or see them but i'm familiar with superman from the animated series well that that got some of the heroes i mean you don't want like the star the starfish flying around yeah but but why wouldn't you like um 
Tom King is writing Batman right now. I think he's still writing Batman. And he did a phenomenal job with the supervillain Kite Man. Hmm. A nigga that is is like the lowest yeah. tier of villains and did a dope-ass job at making him more endearing, more uh, more personable, make you want to know more about Kite Man. So it's not I don't even care about the villain. You could give me a villain, you know, called Knife Girl. Figure it out and make it work with the story, much like the way that they're doing with Titans. Like the right. nuclear family, I'm sure in the comics they're intimidating as well, but I didn't know shit about them. But now mm. I want to know more. Right. Hawk and Dove, I want to know more right. about these niggas. Like <sighs> Yes. <laughs> so Robin and Jason Todd they're talking and they finally you know get, they hash a little bit of things out and it seems like Jason's not too bad of a guy he's just a replacement for Robin and yeah. so they uh, they gave Dr. Anderson something to keep him asleep and they got him chained yeah. up in this safe house one of the safe houses that Bruce has scattered all around the, the, the US Yeah, and so Robin phones back to the Titans Tell them where he they can meet him. They come and meet Robin. Sees a briefcase on the table. See Jason Todd. They ask about who he is. Robin's like, ah, ah don't worry about him. <laughs> and and uh, Gar sees that briefcase. It's like, oh, there's two of these? Yeah. It's like, oh, what was it? I guess Jason Todd said, oh, that's mine. He's like, oh, you're Robin? He's like, no, I mm-hmm. thought you were Robin. How many Robins are there? <laughs> can I be a Robin? <laughs> yeah, can I be a Robin? Like, yeah. Dude, he he is the perfect character they need to keep this balance yeah. of dark and light stories with a little bit of comedy all together. Mm-hmm. This is everything, all the elements people were complaining about from the DCEU. They got it right here in the streaming app. Yeah, yeah, I agree. It I makes agree. no sense that they ruined, well, I ain't going to say ruined those movies. They just, they dropped the ball. Yeah, they did. But you can, they can be redeemed. Like, yeah, they can be redeemed. Um one thing I want to address, though, when it comes to the Robins and Batman, another reason why I really feel for Dick and him being upset is because you were replaced relatively <laughs> quickly. Right. Not only were you replaced, but you were also like, OK, like an uh, ex lover or boo you used to talk to and they don't want shit to do with you until somebody else want to fuck with you. Dennis, mm. hey, stranger, what's up? How you doing? What's up, big head? You replaced me that what's up, big head. First but I all, legitimately felt like he really wanted to meet Dick Grayson, though. Yeah, like, no, no, no. The yeah. whole thing, I always felt like he respected Dick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, and I, I, I likened it to an ex lover meeting their replacement. Like, mm-hmm. Bruce is such a horrible person. You put a tracking device in this nigga arm and don't tell him, and then you replace but, him within months. And then this nigga got this nigga tell me that you put a track. I don't even hear from but, you. Rain, here's the problem. Here's the thing. We don't like comic book wise, we know why. This universe, we don't know what happened. They haven't given us a flashback yet on this shit. Mm-hmm. We don't know what happened to make them break up for real. You know what I'm saying? Like It don't matter. You got a tracking device. And it's not even that the tracking device is in me, it's that it's in me. I don't know about it. This nigga know about it. Everything that I don't know or don't have access to, he does. That's the problem. Like, what if we breaking up, we breaking up. Get this shit out my arm. Drug me and take it out. Dude, nah. Drug me. Drug him. Nah. <laughs> nah, fam. I But Rain? Nah. 
that's what happens when you're the first. And and we talked about that too. He's he was the guinea pig essentially. He's the first. Right? And uh, I just it don't make Bruce no better, nigga. You are trash. But I I'm still rocking with you because I don't know what. Like you said, I don't know why y'all split. I get that you, Robin, don't want to be like Batman because he's, you know, controlling you. But what is the thing that made you leave? Like, why? Exactly. What was the know, last straw? This nigga had a tracking device in his arm that he knew yo, nothing yo, about. Yo. Not only did he know nothing about it, but the new nigga who replaced me months yo, later, yo. if not weeks, already knew got about a tracking device. Yeah, he knew about my shit, and I didn't even know about it. So I'm pissed. I I was like, damn, Dick, I'm sorry, bro. You. So do you think this is because Bruce realized that he was just wrong? He had to be like, yo, man, I'm sorry. I gotta put this tracking device in just in case something happens to you. You know I love you. I'm gonna come get you, but you know. And with Jason, you mean Bruce's with, conversation with Jason? Yeah, with, with Jason. Um, no, I think he just realized after he fucked up the first time that it would make more sense. I I think going off of the show, what we've seen so far, Bruce probably understands maybe a little too late, but mm. that Jason Todd and Dick Grayson are two totally different personalities, two opposite ends and of so the coin. Yes, so it would just make more sense to tell him, look, this is what it is, and this is what it's for. Right. But for him to tell him about Dick's tracking device was like a low bar. Like, yeah. don't don't let no nigga come to me and tell me about what you're doing. <laughs> Bitch, you come tell me. Right. Like, if I got to find out through another motherfucker, then we really got problems. Like, well, but you left me. No, fucked with good reason, and I left you, but you fucking tagged me and didn't tell me. You didn't even tell. You had to have done that shit when we was together. I gave you so everything you got. Work. You see this uniform, this tri weed shit. You couldn't afford this. Fuck that shit. Fuck uh, I gave shit. you a I whole lifestyle. You, what was you doing? <laughs> you was you was an orphan before me. You know what? I had a big black strong man who would make sure that I was taking yeah, but care you of. Left him, he though. was just poor. But you left him though, didn't you? No, they no. He gave me away. <laughs> Cause he didn't want your ass. I did. <laughs> Dude, Dick is going through some shit. Yeah, he really I is. I feel him now. I'm sorry, Dick Grayson. I apologize. <laughs> this nigga is oh shit. Yeah, he done got um, outcasted, man. Look, oh and god, replaced. I couldn't even. Oh shit, I'm sorry, Dick Grayson. Yo, I'm sorry, bro. <laughs> and then he looking at his replacement like. He let you ride. He let you drive the Batmobile. Bro. He didn't even let me touch that oh, shit. That hurt my feelings. It hurt mine too. Starfire ass. Oh, she said, oh, he's younger, farther, smarter, faster. Like she. Oh, oh my god. Yeah, Starfire just said all the wrong shit. Oh god. <laughs> it stabbed me in the male ego. Look, me too. I was, I was like, like, oh like, shit, oh, gosh, she right. Look, don't do that. No. Don't fuck him too. <laughs> Uh, no, yeah. uh, and the fact that he needed uh, Jason Todd's help with everything because you don't have access, bro. Yeah, that that just emasculated him even more. Yeah, it and just I, I like you said I felt for Robin, but I also really saw why Robin wanted to leave. Like the the whole reason why Robin wanted to leave was because he allowed a man to get killed. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. How did you feel about that story? I liked it. I I loved it. I yeah. really, really, really liked it. And it was. I'm of a mind that, and I've always been like this, even since I was a kid, watching TV and reading comics. I feel mm-hmm. like why these niggas don't just kill. And I don't well, know. I imagine 
it's part of me being black in America and being <laughs> socialized as a black man. But I was just like, if a nigga fucking up, just fucking kill him. Like, they're yeah. going to kill you anyway. They're going to try to kill you. I still don't 100% agree with that whole we're not gonna kill we're gonna lock you up shit well that's but, supposed to be the one rule that batman will not break uh, I, and i i get it i'm not for it but i get it but watching dick grayson as robin go through and do the shit he did even though he didn't physically kill that person he essentially he left him it, to be murdered man. i I liked it because that's one of the things that made me like Dick Grayson even more. Mm. That is the payoff to this whole brooding white boy act that you're giving me. Yep. And yep. You like when he said no, I was like, oh. The the best thing about it, it was straight out of a comic book, man. (laughs) That actually happened. That's that's Robin. The he found like shit. He found the person responsible for his his family dying, and he was gonna kill him, but he ended up not killing him and allowing him to die. And yeah. man, that's the the arc that Dick Grayson is on right now is mm-hmm. definitely gonna it's gonna end well. I think yeah. at the end of this season, he's probably gonna be Nightwing because. Mm-hmm. There was a scene where he was calling and talking to Rachel, and he was like, "Well, how many Robins should I expect coming back?" And he was like, "None." Is it Corey? No. Oh yeah, I'm sorry. What I keep calling no. it? You called her Corey. I could, okay. Man. But I, I I totally agree. Even me not knowing, I know Nightwing when I see him. I know Robin when I see him, but I don't know the progression. I don't know the storyline. Even me as a you know kind of virgin viewer to the DC shit. I can see that something is going to change. And yeah. because I know that Dick Grayson is Nightwing, I know he has to become Nightwing well, pretty soon. I don't really know too much. I don't know if this this period has been explored. Like, I, mm. I want to say in the comics, he was just robbing one day. And then the next <laughs> next time you saw him, he went back and he got his old uniform from the circus, from the Graysons. Uh-huh. And he was mm-hmm. fighting in that for a little while. And then he became Nightwing. So, mm-hmm. I I'm hoping that's kind of what happens, but yeah. uh, we'll see. But Jason Todd, man, Jesus Christ! So all throughout this episode, there's it's splicing back and forth with all these flashbacks. We find out that members of the circus that Robin grew up in are being killed and murdered, and Jason Todd went to find Robin to let him know that hey, your old family is dying. Batman mm-hmm. sent me here to let you know about this. Turns out that the son of the man that Robin allowed to die is looking for revenge by, yeah. you know, using this acid and murdering everybody. Mm-hmm. So he strings up uh, Robin's first daddy <laughs> <laughs> or second daddy. That was his second daddy, his mm-hmm. black daddy. He strings <laughs> him up. And he's about to kill him. But out of nowhere, Jason Todd comes up and they take down oh. the bad guy together. Yes, I loved that. Yes. I, I loved I loved everything from when Robin walked into that whatever that shit was, that building. Mm-hmm. I loved everything that came after that. Mm. Everything. Mm. Good now, deal. Good deal. we get to my favorite scene. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Robin, oh, I'm sorry, Jason Todd taking down the police officers. Oh. Oh, yes. my God. 
This motherfucker is psychotic. He is insane. He was yes. stalking these police officers, beating them up, breaking bats. Oh, man. Just no mercy whatsoever. Loved it. Loved I want to say he it. shot one of them. Uh-huh. I, but, I mean, she had a vest on, but I think he shot one of them. But yeah, either way, just in taking a couple steps back, this is really significant for two things. It's showing how much more aggressive yes. Dick Grayson could probably be. And two, Jason Todd and Dick Grayson had a conversation about the police where he said, fuck the cops. When they need help, they come to us, me and Batman. <laughs> they don't do shit. They don't. They're trash. You know. He said there's only two do- types of cops, corrupt and the and the uh, damn and dead ones or something like that, no, bad the, ones you, and the corrupt ones, something like that. Yeah, but he he also alluded to well, nigga, the cops used to beat my ass before yeah. I was robbed. Yeah, and I became robbing, and now they come to us for help when they can't figure shit out. And now, even though this isn't Gotham PD, I'm getting my revenge on cops, and it's right. just like ah. He said, "I'm kicking ass delicious. with Batman, and I'm fucking loving it." And and that's and even Robin said, Robin Dick Grayson said like. Nigga, what are you doing? If Batman could see you, such he said, "Well, he ain't here." Yeah, I don't I'm see Batman. That. Oh God, that was such oh, a brutal scene. The cinematography of that whole scene when he was taking down those police officers, fucking amazing. Yeah, it was worth yes. the seven ninety nine right there. Yeah, I agree. God, jeez, I watched this episode like twice back to back, man. Yeah. When I first seen it. Yeah. <sighs> I just, and even this like quote unquote villain of the week was mm-hmm. so good because though it was the villain of the week, he had weight. Like his oh yes, his his story was built up through just through us knowing about Dick Grayson. Like right. it, uh, if Every, we never see him again, go ahead. Yeah, I was gonna say everything that happened in this episode reaffirms everything that we was thinking, and it answers so many questions. And it doesn't hit you over the head. It just be like, well, this is the reason why he's so fucked up in the head. This is the reason why he's so aggressive, so unchecked, yeah. and why he's so scared of himself when he puts that mask on. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. man, in, in two episodes, they redeemed my love for, for Nightwing, Robin. Yeah, yeah. Um, I can say the same. I'll like him better when he gets that fade. <laughs> has now. I want to see the fade with the scar in the head. But um yeah, I bro, I'm I'm a fan of Robin now, of Dick Grayson. I'm I'm I see how traumatic his life has been. I see the shit he's been through and through other people I'm seeing truly how stressful it probably is living his life being him. Like yeah. You're forced to keep this secret of the uh, you being Robin, that for one, and then you're dealing with the sins of your past and the pain from your back. And then your family, your surrogate family is like murdered and handed to you on some fucking Polaroids. It's like, bro, <laughs> oh, man. he can't win for losing. He can't like, win for losing, but I felt like I was winning because I was smiling this whole episode. God, this shit was it was great. I have no yeah. no qualms with these last two episodes, man. Like we've been saying it gets better and better like each episode. This was the best episode. Mm-hmm. This nah nah. Jason Todd hands down was the greatest episode of Titan so far. Okay, okay. Okay, I can see that. I can see that. I, I don't think um, they can top it. 
Uh, I think they're going to top this, but I think that as it stands right now, this probably is the best. What else could they um, do? They can explore these other characters. One, we know Nightwing is Oh, coming. yeah. Yeah, you're um, right. I feel like in the next few seasons, we might... Like, I know for sure we got to get a either Starfire-heavy season we need or a one. Starfire-heavy arc in the way that we're getting with, with Nightwing now mm. because there's so much to be... This motherfucker has amnesia. It's like you're just telling the audience... Hold the fuck on tight, y'all. This shit gonna come to a head soon. Ooh, and this, not even right. addressing Raven shit that we're knees deep in the middle oh. of, but it's so subtle that we know when this shit come out, like... But you know what? I think we are addressing her shit, too, because the whole motivation for the nuclear family was brought on by the organization that's trying to get mm-hmm. Rachel back. Yeah, but, but that's what I'm saying. That... I think I, what I think is this season is about Rachel. Period. The two oh, line has always yeah. been Rachel, but it's very heavy, heavy into telling the story of Robin, which mm. I love because you're doing it in a way that you normally do with Batman. You, I don't think we've ever, and correct me if I'm wrong, either you or the listeners, I don't think we've ever gotten a Robin story like we've get, gotten the Batman. Story. No, we've no, gotten, we haven't. It, and this was the closest thing to it. Yeah, and then even with Starfire and with Beast Boy, I think Beast Boy, though we it it feels like we're done as far as his history because we have him and the Doom Patrol. But you could go so many different ways. You can open this up to him dealing with his family. Do they right. are, is he dead to them? Do they think he's not alive? Is like he was in the Congo. Is your family are they Americans? Like it's so much mm. that can be explored. But I think the next thing after Nightwing is going to be Starfire. Yeah, just, I would I would definitely love some Starfire because we have a lot of questions with that character. We need some answers. Mm-hmm, absolutely, absolutely. Jesus. And, uh, oh, this shit is just too good. Yeah. How would you rate these two episodes, man? Episode five uh, and six. Ten and ten. No. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I'm think because I'm trying to think. Is there anything that I don't? Like yeah, that's what I was about, about to say. Is there anything negative about either one of these episodes? Uh I think yes and no. I think with six, I would have liked to have seen more of the Melting Man, mm. uh, maybe teased prior to this episode. But I feel like if you binge watch it all, it'll feel better because mm-hmm. we're watching it week to week. It kind of feels like, oh, he's new. But even that's a very small critique because it doesn't take away from the larger story. Mm-hmm. Um, the dad, the surrogate dad, uh, Clay, Cliff, Clay. The black, uh, the black I can't guy. remember his name. I wish that we had seen a little bit more of him. Um, really the whole circus family, but I know we're confined to this one hour. Um, all in all off the, on the surface, I can't really find anything to be upset about because these have just been two dope ass episodes. Let me ask you this real quick. Mm -hmm. Uh, when you talked about the, the dope ass black dude, he has probably the best reaction I've ever seen caught on film. Yes, you know what I'm talking about. When he saw Dick, and yes, he realized, yeah, I was yes. like, oh, this nigga, he sold that. Yeah, he man, that. I I felt it. I felt that. Yes, he and looked it, at him. It was like confusion. Then it turned into surprise. Then it turned into shock. Then it turned into amaze. And I saw all that in the the span of four seconds in his face. Yes, I was yes. like, Whoa. I don't know where I know him from. I know I've seen him in stuff. 
the actor, but I don't know where the fuck I know him yeah, from. He's he's got a great face. <laughs> yeah, he he did that, and I I just I would have that on my Twitter page, like the way he emoted all that man. Wow. Yeah, yeah, like you. That's oh, this show is doing things so fucking well because <laughs> you you could have just gotten you you just cast all the right people. Right. Right. They have. Right, they, mm-hmm. they 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 did it with that. I was just like, yo, that's that's honestly that's how I feel about watching these two episodes. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. Um, I was oh, I was amazed. Uh, I loved it. Another thing uh, I wanted to speak about is the Melting Man. We mm. I do like the way they handled his story because again, this show picks what to show us and what to tell us, and they do a really good job mm. because his fiance, his mother, and his sister were melted. Oh, yeah. um, with his acid and he let it be known in his little like monologue and it came out so naturally mm-hmm. as if he was waiting all this time to tell this to Dick and it gave more weight to him getting revenge because it wasn't just you killed my dad you also killed these innocent people right. who had nothing to do and, and so it's like yeah he's the bad guy but at the same time is I he really like- the bad guy Right, you killed my dad, and so now we're no longer protected. Right. It shows that every action has a consequence. No matter how small it is to somebody, it could have a grave, grave consequence to somebody else. I love that. I love that. The way they tell these stories, man, this shit is masterful. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Maybe this is because it's coming straight from the comics. But Maybe, but... Mm, I'm impressed. I'm impressed. I oh I am. I am. And I and you know, I feel like this world is lived in, but I feel like maybe because it's set in the Midwest and Michigan and Illinois and stuff like that, and not in Gotham, where Gotham to me feels very great gaspy with like Mm. some futuristic tech. Mm. Gotham always feels like you're stuck in a time warp where time does not go on. Yeah, you, you really don't know what time period it is. And that's okay. That isn't a bad thing. But with this show, I feel like we're existing in the real world. Right. And so I don't need to know it's 2018. Hell, it could be 2015. It could be 2025. Mm. But I feel like there's a sense of movement here. There's. It's not just just I'm in Gotham and no one goes in or out of Gotham. You know, it's just, right. it feels real. It's and real. So, yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. So, I can't wait, man. This is, this show gets better and better. Yeah. yeah I just, yeah, I don't right. want the quality to drop. I don't think they I will, think, but man. Whew. I don't think it will. And, and one thing I've had to remind myself is that when we have shit like Iron Fist next to Luke Cage <laughs> and Mr. Jones, that DC may make a misstep, but it cannot. I'm going to, if it ever happens, I'm going to try to give them the same leeway to fuck up that I've given with Marvel. Um, I never liked Iron Fist. <clears throat> um, I didn't think, and not that it's not a good show. It's just I see the flaws in that yeah. where I can forgive it some things that may have happened. Yeah, yeah. But this show is doing its damn thing. And it so I is. feel like Doom Patrol will follow suit yep. and do its damn thing. And I feel like anything else that comes after will. But I always have to remind myself, they might fuck up a little bit. And that's okay because they're, right. they're hitting us with some good shit with Titans and everything else we've seen so far. So we'll be right kudos. there to tell them, hey, y'all fucking up. Get back to the old yeah. shit you was doing. That. Because <laughs> this, oh, this shit, ah, 
This is good. This reminds me of Watchmen, kind of. Oh, yes. It definitely gives me them Watchmen vibes. I can't wait to see what HBO does with Watchmen. Mm, mm, yes. Yes. Oh, shit. DC, you motherfuckers. You, <laughs> y'all doing it. Yeah. Oh, man. Anything else you want to say on this one? I just, I don't know. I, I just, I love this show so much. I don't want it to end. Like, I, we got to figure out something to do. Like, I, just, I don't want the show to end. I don't. Sorry. Uh, I, 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 but the good thing about it is, man, they're actually telling, like, a good story. Like, mm-hmm. I was afraid that they were going to, like, tell this really shitty story. Yeah, but yeah. <laughs> story's good, man. Like, story's good. I just like where they're... And then it's like, didn't really think I was going to like the Jason Todd episode because of the mm-hmm. pre... Like, I don't know who does their... their their trailers or their preview because yeah. this is like I mean this is like Comic Con stuff and okay. I think Jason they they I think they showed a Jason Todd who Jason Todd was gonna be in like mm-hmm. I'm here replacing bro and all this other stuff and then they try to like um explain Jason Todd and stuff like that and okay. it was really it sounded really shitty but when you watch the episode it's like yeah I, I, he's an yeah he's a asshole piece of shit but mm-hmm. I still liked him. Yeah, no, no, no. He, I some, he had valid points on some of the shit that he was doing. He was like, yeah. when he was whooping them cops' ass, he was like, dude, cops whoop my ass all the time. Yeah, it's like they, payback. They, they come to me. They're useless. They come to me and Batman when mm-hmm. they can't figure shit out. Yep. Which is like, I mean, he right. You know, I just, I felt bad that he made me sympathize with some cops. But I was like, man, these niggas ain't even got them cops. Like, why are you? <laughs> these say anybody could get it. So, but yeah. no, I this phenomenal storytelling period like there's no I and I told Shogun I know that there's going to be an opportunity for a misstep just because they're doing so well there might be an episode that's just trash I, I don't think so I think the, the misstep came from in the beginning like the first few episodes were mm-hmm. good but they weren't like like this mm-hmm. this show has gradually got better yeah yeah mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying like mm-hmm. the first show was was cool and I was like okay this is a cool concept you know what I'm saying? Like yeah. it just had to. It's building. It's building mm-hmm. up really good. And then we, you know, we getting shit that I didn't really think. We, like I didn't really think the Jason Todd episode was gonna be that like a whole episode. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like I didn't know that. Yeah, I didn't know the Doom Patrol episode was gonna be the, the episode like that. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I didn't. I didn't know that I would like how the characters. Came, how they came together, even though it's very convenient. Yeah, but I still like how they came together. They're actually and like when they um the episode when they first get to the to the condo and he and it's like Raven's the mom and Dick's the dad. Yeah, and, mm-hmm. and Raven's like mm-hmm. sit y'all asses down and they're that, like okay that that oh god it's they're doing this black woman justice. They mm-hmm. are doing this though I don't cape for white women. Raven she's not overly sexualized. Uh, Beast Boy is he's a regular fucking kid. I don't and I talk about this so much, but you don't get to see Asian well now you do. But look at any teen romantic comedy, anything from back in the seventies, eighties, nineties. These niggas was nerds, the butt of a joke. Niggas was dressing up in yellow face to look mm-hmm. like Asian. And you just have such a well run even Dick, I am falling for him. Through the storytelling. And he's changing. Yes. Yes. There's a point when I apologize to Dick Grayson. Because I'm like, nigga, you, 
I, I get it on some level. I get it. Like, and that's what I was saying. This show has done a good job of fleshing out these characters in a way that Marvel has never done with the mutants, even though Fox has been in control. You fucked mm. up with them forever. Like, these niggas is getting it right. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, I think they, I think they're doing a damn good job. And yeah. I just, I want to see what they do. I, I'll say this: I fight for representation all the time, mm-hmm. but in this, I don't. I feel like I don't have to worry about that. Mm-hmm. I feel like they're just going to do a good job. Whereas with mm-hmm. Marvel and other DC properties, I'm like, oh, they go the token black dude or the token gay nigga or. The, but with this show. Like I just feel like they, they're just gonna do a good job. So mm-hmm. that's saying a lot. From yeah. Nigga that, yeah. I I, I like it, man. I like it. I didn't think I was gonna like the show as much as I I do. Uh huh. But it's hitting all all cil- now. It's hitting on all cylinders, and we got so much going on, and mm-hmm. and and then that was cool as hell too. It's just like okay, let's take away from the main story and do this side story of mm. people from Dick's past getting yes, melted. Yes. And I was like, yes, yes, nigga, like, you just—it's just this whole side story. But even the side story only amplifies the main Robin story because when you mm-hmm. find out who the nigga is, like when I was telling Shogun, I'm not familiar with dc lore i'm familiar with dc characters so mm-hmm. for me watching this i'm watching it like somebody who don't know shit about nothing but i also kind of get some shit like i never knew about uh dick grayson letting that nigga get killed i didn't know mm-hmm. about that but seeing that and then having shogun tim like yeah that's how the shit happened in the comics so it's like damn now that makes me appreciate him even more and mm-hmm. this what could be seen as a random villain of the week is no longer that because his story is built off the back of Dick's story, which mm-hmm. has been told from the very first episode. It's like, man, this shit is, it's levels to this. Like, like ah, I don't know. Like, kudos, niggas. Y'all mm-hmm. doing it over there. Y'all doing it. So. Yeah. I, I, yeah. I'm thoroughly, yeah. I'm so satisfied with yeah. <laughs> what they're doing. And yeah. I'm just like, how in the hell? And then it's like we get this little side story, and then we come right back to the main story. Yes, yes. And it's like, and he won't talk to any. I won't talk to anybody. That was terrifying. This, but her, that was scariest. For like that, I like that nigga. He he scares me, and not even in a oh I think he gonna kill me. Just in a I don't know what this motherfucker is. He know he knows something. Yeah, yeah. Nigga knows something. Yeah, yeah. So I. I just, I can't wait for the next episode, but it's like, I want to just live in this space where it's just, this is pretty much the highlights of my week is being able to record these different shows and hear other people's ideas and viewpoints on the shit that I love. I love this shit. Like this is like, who don't like a good show, but then also it's a comic book show. Like, Mm -hmm. I mean, that's, that's it. I'm, I'm, I'm ready for episode seven. I'm ready to see what the fuck happens. You damn right. And then the preview show that they go into an asylum. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which like, how many nuclear niggas you got to fight in the Who asylum? Who knows, Lucky. man? That's the ah, that's what I want to know. Yeah, this yeah. This uh, phenomenal storytelling. Like, oh god, <laughs> I just I don't want it to end. Yeah, well, unfortunately, this episode has to end. <laughs> <laughs> true that. True that. 
Um, and we end with uh, home. But what's his name? Arnold. What's the nigga name? Arnold. Crazy. The crazy dude, the white dude with the button. Oh, Dr. Anderson. Anderson. This nigga tells Starfire after she kicks his ass awake, I don't give a fuck what you do to me. Motherfucker, you can kill me, skin me alive. I ain't talking to nobody but Rachel. That shit was (laughs) chilling as hell. I was like, oh, fuck. He didn't even have a skillet and he was still chilling. Godly. uh, (laughs) He he was too cool. So. Oh. That nigga don't care about dying, man. He probably programmed himself. That like he waiting for what is it, brother? Blood, whatever her daddy name is, the Trigon, the Marvel, Trigon. Yeah. <laughs> he waiting for that nigga. That's <laughs> Marvel. <laughs> but yeah, I'm. I like. Oh, I like him. Yeah. Oh yeah, this shit's gonna be crazy. You know what else I like? What? Thanksgiving, man. And I want to wish you a happy Thanksgiving. I want the <laughs> listeners out here to have a happy Thanksgiving. <laughs> this nigga the king of segways. Yes. <laughs> and happy I'm thankful for another week of doing this podcast. And I'm thankful for getting that plate on Thursday. I can't wait. Titan Hunts. That's the, the hashtag. Titan Hunts yeah. pod. Make sure y'all use that when you're watching it. Tell us what you think. Tell us how you feel about the episodes. Tell us your favorite characters. And tell us yeah. what you think is gonna happen next. Yeah, predictions. I want predictions. Some theories. Up, yeah, yeah. Uh kudos, motherfuckers. Thank you for listening. Uh hit that hashtag Titans on Pod. Hit us up on Twitter. The links will be in the show notes. Uh thanks for listening. And um shit, you got something else you wanna yell at the audience? <laughs> <laughs> no, man. Continue to listen. This is this is awesome. It's a great show. All right, y'all. So um, until next time, stay carefree, stay nerdy, stay geeky, stay out of Robin's way. And both of them. Being placed. You <laughs> right, see the short one, nigga, run. <laughs> <laughs> Especially if you're a cop. Oh, um, shit. Jason Dog, Todd he broke that mad. nigga back. That, bro, he and was happy to do it. <laughs> Was just like this is what I was made for. Yes, murdering cops. Oh my god! God. Damn. All right, man. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) All right. All right, bye, y'all.